Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? Hi, T! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. They don't get much hot take than that. Hi, T! Take that, take that, take that. Hi, T! Brooklyn Brooklyn Hi, and welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talented Taylor. It is April 12th. It's a beautiful 79 degrees evening here in South Florida. It's just about a quarter after eight. We have the Indiana Pacers and Atlanta game going on in the background. Unfortunately, we lost a we lost a great comedian today. We'll give him his proper respect after the intro music cuts off. But today, we have a day filled around basketball, men's basketball, women's basketball, international basketball, hometown basketball, college basketball. I mean, if it's basketball today, we basically have it. So you know what we about to get into. Regardless of that time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So. Like a sports fanatic. Before we start, we have to say rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. Yes, folks, if you don't know, if you haven't heard by now, Charlie Murphy has passed away. And as we've had a moment of silence for Charlie Murphy, thank you. I know I, I should have warned you guys beforehand, but that's what that was. Quick moment of silence for Charlie Murphy. Because Charlie Murphy, if, as, as I veer off from sports a little bit, as, or maybe not, Charlie Murphy, uh, through the Dave Chappelle show, probably has some of the, the funniest stories or moments, clips, segments that we've ever heard, right? Like, like some ridiculous-ish. Like one dealing with the late great Rick James, but another one dealing with and if you and if you know the show, remember we have a little, our own little Prince tribute. Like we'll, we'll play the game one day for you. But it's, it's a long one. It's like six minutes if I remember correctly. But Charlie Murphy tells a story, basketball, where he was over Prince's house, and they played a game of pickup. And if you know anything about Prince and the kind of shirts that he used to wear, then basically they said it was just blouses versus skins. You have to watch the Dave Chappelle show. It's a lot more funny on the show than it is me telling it to you. So, as I told you guys, there's a lot of basketball going on today. There's a lot of, there's a lot of basketball going on today. And there's a lot of basketball that's going to be going on for the next couple of months as... Today, today rounds up, or it ends, culminates, or whatever the word is, the 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 basketball season, the end of the basketball season. Today is the last game of the basketball season, basically. And the NBA is going out in full fashion, because after today, you're not going to get another game until Saturday, when the playoffs begin. Where we have 14 games being played today. Yes, count it, folks. One, two, three, four, 
Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen games on today. And so basically we're talking about twenty-eight out of the NBA's thirty teams are gonna be playing tonight. And just to give you a quick rundown of what have how things are looking. We have a game today with Milwaukee versus Boston. Uh, Brooklyn versus Chicago, Toronto versus Cleveland. And you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit into these games. But even more so, these standings. These standings are, are a really big thing as we're talking about the games that's going on today. As Boston currently holds the number one seed over Cleveland, or in the East, holding a one game lead or half a game lead, if you want to call it, a one game lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Today's gonna have a kind of old school feel. So sit back, spark up some life. And get ready for the Mighty Sports Podcast today because Smoke weed every day. We are definitely gonna make sure we get into our basketball. Alright, so Boston holds the number one spot, followed by Cleveland, number number the number two spot, number three spot is Toronto right now. And then we have Washington, number four spot. We have Atlanta, number five spot. Milwaukee in six. Indian, number seven. Chicago, number eight. Tied with Miami, who is who is waiting on all kinds of things to happen tonight to see if they can possibly get into the playoffs. In the West, we have Golden State, who has undoubtedly, and just to let you know, a lot of games tonight are still gonna are still gonna are still gonna matter for the East tonight, especially for the Eastern Conference teams. Because a lot of a lot of places haven't been set in stone. Unlike the West, where the only thing that hasn't been set in stone is who the four and five seed is gonna be. Outside of that, everything is set. Golden State is number one, San Antonio is number two, Houston is number three. LA Clippers and, and Utah has the same record at 50 and 31, so they're gonna see what happens there as they try to flip-flop between number four and five. Oklahoma City, we know, is locked in at number six. That's, Memphis is locked in at number seven, and Portland has locked in at number eight. Folks, the West is locked up. But this East, this East is completely in shambles, as Cleveland can still win with the best record. But Cleveland isn't playing any of their teams. So let's go down this list a little bit. Right? As I told you, we have Milwaukee versus Boston today. Brooklyn versus Chicago, Toronto versus Cleveland, Minnesota versus Houston, Atlanta versus India is going to be on ESPN right now, as we told you. Washington versus Miami, Philly versus New York, Dallas, Detroit versus Orlando, Denver versus OKC, Dallas versus Memphis, San Antonio versus Utah, Lakers versus the Warriors, San Antonio, sorry, Sacramento Clippers, uh, yeah, Sacramento Kings ha, versus the LA Clippers and New Orleans Pelicans versus the Portland Trailblazers. Folks, 14 games. I know that was a mouthful. And out of these 14 games, out of these 14 games, we are looking at 11, 11 of these games tonight involve playoff teams. Told you, there's 14 games on, 28 teams playing tonight. 11 of these games are going to involve playoff teams. Seven games tonight, seven games tonight, and we're going to go over these games a little bit more in detail. Seven games tonight have playoff implications meaning that that game that the game tonight or the game that they're playing tonight can affect the seeding and directly affect on who the current matchups are in the in the east 
Because basically, it's set in the West. Like, the matchups are set in the West. Golden State is going to play Portland. San Antonio Spurs are going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. The Houston Rockets are going to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the LA Clippers are going to play the, um, the, the Utah Jazz. We just need to determine if Utah Jazz is going to have home court or if the LA Clippers are going to have home court. Nothing tonight is going to change that seat. Nothing else is going to change that those matchups. But here in the East, we could have Boston versus, in the first, first round, we could have Boston versus Chicago, or we could have Boston versus Miami, or we could have Boston versus Indy. You see? Like it, all, it, it all goes bananas. In the second round, we could have Cleveland versus Indy, or we can have Cleveland versus Milwaukee. Or we can have Cleveland versus Chicago. So, and that's just, and, and these are just, look at that, we, we have six scenarios in the first two. Alone, alone, alone. Just like Toronto can face Milwaukee, Indy, Chicago, Miami. You, 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 you understand why I'm, why I'm getting at this, right? Things are not set whatsoever in the East. And these games tonight, that even though, like I said, we have, there's only seven with playoff implications. Like I said, there's 11, 11 teams in the playoffs right now. So yeah, we're going to have seven teams, we're going to have seven games that aren't going to have any form of playoff implications whatsoever. But those games, those games are still going to involve some of the best teams in the league. Some of the greatest, some of the greatest stars that we would like to see in the, in the league. Like Golden State, like Houston, like Oklahoma City. And we know Houston and Oklahoma City. We know, we know one thing for sure. Russell Westbrook is going to want to play. And James Harden most likely is going to want to play. As those two names are still the two names at the top of the MVP race. Even though we know for sure who the MVP is for this season. So, everybody's team is looking to make a little bit of noise today. As we start with the first one. Like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these games are going to be going on simultaneously at 8 o'clock. So, to be honest with you, to be 100% honest with you, if you have $7 to spare, today is a great day to buy the NBA package. Yeah, yeah. Today is a great day to buy the NBA package because basically you would get all 14 games for $7. That's $2 per game. Wait. No. That's 50 cents per game. I apologize. <laughs> If it was two dollars per game, you'd be paying twenty-eight dollars a game. So you're not even paying a dollar per game. Not even paying a dollar per game, and you can walk away one hundred percent with being able to see every single game tonight, every single game playing tonight. You get the opportunity to see not only just tonight, but for the next night and for the next night. And I'm pretty sure, basically, until the playoffs is over, then it, then it basically gains you re access to almost everything. See, that's the beauty about it, because what happens is that you're paying for the live games, the six ninety nine, but what you're also gonna end up getting is everything before. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I may have convinced myself to buy the NBA package today. <laughs> Because that means I can watch the whole entire Knicks season, which I don't know if I'm really going to do. I don't know if I can watch them lose 50 games. I don't know if I want to put myself through that kind of roller coaster because I missed a lot of the, I missed, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I missed a lot of the, I missed a lot of Knicks games this, this year because I, I, was doing, I was doing a lot more better stuff. Like, for instance, you know.
watching Russell Westbrook do his thing. This guy. This guy. This guy. Russell, who I call Hustle Westbrook. I don't know if I want to get all the way into him tonight or right now with only two minutes left before our first break. Because that's how much I can go on and talk about him. You guys know. I've been talking about him for months now. Russell Westbrook has now officially, officially done a couple of things. He has officially averaged a triple-double for the season. He has officially passed Oscar Robinson for the most triple-doubles in a single season. Because, let's not forget that Oscar Robinson averaged a triple-double for two consecutive seasons. Not saying that to take anything away from Russell Westbrook. I'm just reminding you. Because as I always keep saying, one of the things that I'm happy about Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double is that it gives everybody the opportunity to learn about Oscar Robinson. And it makes Oscar Robinson brought up even more so even I can learn more and see more about my favorite player that I've never seen play this game. We'll talk some more basketball. We'll talk a little bit about golf, WWE, and something about these women are doing in sports when we come back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games. Not just all your popular next gen titles, but also all your favorite old school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family owned and operated for over 10 years just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue from the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Best Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, still your host, Talent Detail. If you're listening, thank you guys for listening on the Mix It All app at live. Or if you're enjoying listening, my listening pleasure at your own leisurely time, then that means you're listening either on TuneIn Radio, most likely, or SoundCloud. But you know, I say, however you listen, I thank you for giving me your time. <laughs> so, as we get back into basketball, right? 
as I told you, Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, MVP, MVP, MVP. Which is so funny. I keep telling you, like, that Oscar Robinson did not win the MVP the year that he averaged a triple-double. But also, let me also give you guys a little bit more perspective. That some of the stats that are involved in attaining a triple-double right now aren't really kept track of and also the 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 triple double as itself as a whole stat was it being tracked at the time so he just did something he wasn't trying to do something he wasn't aiming to do something for once again not saying anything to take anything away from anybody just pointing out some facts he he wasn't trying to attain anything special he was just playing the game and he did this now also something else to let you know Back then, you're also talking about a lot less teams. We're talking about a league that may have had eight to maybe 16 teams. I don't even think they had 16 teams. But they still were playing about 80 games. So you saw a lot of the other teams a lot of times. So if you were that athletically better than the other teams, then you were just going to be that athletically more gifted than the other team. You know what I mean? Also, the pace of that game allowed for... A lot more possessions to let you, to let you know. So they got a lot more possessions. They also he also averaged a lot more minutes than Russell Westbrook did at that point in time in his career, or when he when he got the triple double. So just to let you know, Oscar Robinson got a lot more opportunities to get something that he wasn't even trying to attain, while Russell Westbrook going to attain something, achieve something in not as much time that you know the general original placeholder was not, you know, did not allocate. Wasn't it wasn't you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So let's go through some of these games. Let's do some of these games. Let's see what we're looking at. We're looking at Milwaukee versus Boston. And this is one this is the first of the games that have a playoff implication. As Milwaukee is holding on to that number six spot and Boston is hold, is currently holding on to the number one spot. Now, if Boston falls tonight and Cleveland decides to win, then Boston can lose their number one spot as quickly as they've held on to it. But Milwaukee also is trying to see if they can maintain their sixth spot. With a record of 42 and 39, they don't want to make they want to hold up to their spot and not fall below Indiana that's looking to maintain their seventh seed with 41 and 40. But also seeing if they can possibly catch. Atlanta, that is one seed ahead of them with a record of 43 and 20 and 38. Now, Boston and Milwaukee currently plan on playing all of their players, so there's not going to be any controversy there of any, any sort of rest. So, now that brings us to. So, I mentioned that honestly. To mention, I honestly mentioned that so that we can talk 100% about Brooklyn. I know I'm playing a Boogie Down Bronx production in the back, but we get a chance to segue right into Brooklyn. Brooklyn, who has, who is the, the worst team in the East right now, who is absolutely playing for nothing, is is playing against Chicago in Chicago. Chicago is playing for that number that number eight seed, that last playoff spot. While Dwayne Wade is out, by the way, we're gonna pick this back up again. While Dwayne Wade is out. By the way, so that means this team is once again being ran only and solely by. Hey! Hey! 
by Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler has been running this team again, along with Rajon Rondo, who we see acting like he has died after being picked by DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, we saw you, B. Stop it. You lucky I ain't have room to give out awards today. I ain't gonna give out any awards this season. You notice that, right? And this season passed, I didn't give out a lot of awards during this basketball season, which is odd. It seems like the awards come out a lot more <laughs> during football season than it does during basketball season, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It seems like that way to me. So, as I said, so Brooklyn is going to face Chicago. And the Brooklyn Nets have absolutely nothing to play for. They are the absolute worst team in the East. So, while they happen to be playing Chicago, a team that has something to play for, the Brooklyn Nets have decided to rest. Yes, you hear me. They have decided to rest. Two of their best players, one name that you should know, Jeremy Lin, formerly known as Lin Sanity, before he had his heart and soul taken away from him by the Miami Heat, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, as they smothered him off of pick and rolls. So, and also a name that you may not know so much as Brooke Lopez. Now, Chicago needs to win to make sure that they make it into the playoffs. Because if they lose and Miami wins, then Miami makes it into the playoffs. And you know what? I'll talk about Miami when we get to Miami. I just want to let you Miami Heat fans hold yourself in suspense as you get ready for me to talk about your team. Which brings us up to the next game. Toronto versus Cleveland. The number three seed versus the number two seed. So basically, what could potentially be your second round matchup for the Eastern Conference Finals. Basically a semi-conference matchup. So this has all kinds of playoff implications. But we're in a new era now where LeBron James has completely said that the regular season doesn't matter to him as long as he has locked up his playoff spot and locked up one of the top three seeds, I guess, he's looking at. That the playoffs, don't, that the regular season doesn't matter to him. And LeBron James, once again, is going to choose to make a mockery of the NBA regular season. And he is resting in a game that kind of does matter to his team. But he's saying, you know what? It doesn't matter if we're the number one seed. And you know what? Maybe this is a play on to the kind of team that they are. Or to where LeBron James is in his career or his confidence level where he feels like, you know what? I don't need home court anymore. He's building needed home court before in the past. Actually, it really hasn't mattered. I mean, the only time he really hasn't needed home court is when he had that super team in Miami. And that's because he had a super team. Now, he has a second super team in Cleveland, but this isn't quite the super team. But, 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 it is funny when we talk about LeBron James, Mr. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. I forgot what I was about to say. I just wanted to play that clip. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie to you. I completely forgot what I was about to say. I really just wanted to play that clip. So then, what happens here? Alright, as we're only going to go through the first half of this, we're going to take a quick break, talk about some other sports, and then come back.
Let's get you guys noticed. Let's give you guys a heads up when you finally realize, oh, sweet. We have changed topics. I hear I say, oh, sweet. Let's see if I can get an update on this game. We have Indiana up 28 to 19 over Atlanta. With just two minutes burnt in the second quarter, so 10 minutes left. Last time I checked, Paul George was balling. As we didn't talk, we didn't, actually we haven't gotten down to them yet. Man, there's so much basketball to talk about. There's so much basketball to talk about. Like, there's a little bit of something to talk about everywhere we turn in basketball. And we're going to try to make sure that we get to it. Right, as we talk about, as we finish wrapping up between Toronto and Cleveland, possibly being a semi-round, a, 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 a semi-final round matchup, second round matchup. LeBron James decides to rest. Next up, we're going to get Minnesota versus Houston. Right? Houston, the number three seed in the West, is going to face Minnesota, who's, who's currently not fighting for a playoff spot. But did show some promise this season as we saw Carl Anthony Towns put on, put on very... continue his good work. Let's just put it that way. But more than anything, as we talk about Cleveland and LeBron James resting, we get Houston... And the bearded one, James Harden, the other James, the real James of the league, right? Not the buffoon. I really should. I, I, you could really tell sometimes. I really don't. I really dislike LeBron James, but but he doesn't do things for me to like him as a player. You get this, right? Like he is way too whiny, way too soft, way too temperamental. Like he just ags me. Every single bit of him is just aggy to me. As, as, as somebody who's supposed to be potentially the face and superstar of this league. But I don't I don't want to get too sidetracked about him. We have Minnesota versus Houston. So we have James Harden versus and, and his Houston Rockets versus Carl Anthony Towns and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we are going to see James Harden play tonight. That you can guarantee. Even though their team is locked up in the third seed. So you understand this. Cleveland can still fall, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. Cleveland can still fall down to the third seed. If I'm not mistaken, because I don't know if they own the tiebreaker over Cle over Toronto. I don't know I don't know how that how that how that played out. So that still baffles me. If not, then Cleveland is secu is securing the number two spot. But it can definitely get up to the number one spot. Houston can't fall to the number four spot. Houston can't rise to the number two spot. Houston is sitting with a record of 54 and 27. The number four spot slash five spot is being held by the Clippers in Utah with a record of 50 and 31. The number two spot is being held with the San Antonio Spurs with a record of 61 and 20. The number one spot is being held by the Golden State Warriors with a record of 66 and 15. So Houston Rockets can't go up anywhere. Toronto Raptors have a record of 50 and 31. In the number three spot. The Cleveland Cavaliers have a record of 51 and 30 in the number two spot, while the Boston Celtics have a record of 52 and 29 in the number one spot. So it looks to me a winner or a loss here can propel the, the Cleveland Cavaliers from either the one or the three spot, depending on how the tiebreakers fall out, which I did not verify before we came onto the air today. So me saying that they fall into the number three spot is solely contingent on if they do not own the tiebreaker over the Toronto Raptors. Now, 
following them, we have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Indiana Pacers, the game that we have on television right now. Now this game has all kinds of implications. Atlanta Hawks sitting with a record of 43 and 28 in the five spot, with the Indiana Pacers with a record of 41 and 40 in the seventh spot. Milwaukee Timberwolves, as we already talked about, well, Milwaukee Bucks is where you talk about has a record of 42 and 39. So as we see, there's one game separating the five and six spot. There's one game, one game separating the six and seven spot. We'll talk a little bit more into what's, about what's really going on with this game tonight more than anything else. We return on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Medical cannabis and its 500 naturally occurring compounds are treating dozens of diseases and symptoms. Like a symphony, cannabis compounds perform better when they work together. This is known as the entourage effect. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD. We have to say yes to adequate levels of not only CBD, but THC and other cannabinoids. Support medical cannabis legislation in Florida that allows regulated access to the many benefits of this life-changing plant. back we are back to the mighty sports podcast <laughs> yeah i'm wilding but we are back yes yeah, so you're still listening i mean you're listening live on the mixlr app if you all remember you can always if you're listening live don't 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 forget do not forget that you can always interact with me live and one of the cool features i love about the mixlr app is that you can interact with me live on the mixlr app and we can chat as the show is going on so if you have any feedback if you have any questions anything that you would like me to talk about anything that you have to say then you know what we can talk we can talk here live and if you ever wanted i do have a, i do have a number you can call into as well but that's something for a whole different time talk about something for a whole different time just to let you guys know you will no longer be hearing me on tuesdays and thursday nights on 1080 a.m the word on iHeartRadio. That contract no, it has expired, but we are working out something with Series XM, possibly, which may open us up because we were very, very, very drawn in <laughs> because we were on a Christian talk show. Maybe a little bit more of me, you, us, and them, or maybe to come out. Like, listen, like I'll be so happy. Like, if they're looking for a DJ, like I, w- I would love to like get my I put my homeboy in the in the booth only because only because only because I so want this for him too like I would because he said he hasn't been able to get into it because of his past so if I could find a backdoor way to get into it because like he joins in with somebody like me and he's able to get into a radio station like this dude is so freaking awesome DJ stuff but the same DJ stuff that I talk about every single week here that that DJs but we'll talk about him later All right that's my boy that's my DJ it's definitely my DJ. So like he said, you can, you can interact with me here live. But if you're not listening here live, which is the benefit of listening live, that means you, if you're not listening live, that means you're listening on SoundCloud or TuneIn Radio, which I also love. I do appreciate you taking out the time to always listen. And I'm always going to thank you a billion times a day because, listen, if you don't listen, then who am I talking to? And basically, I'm even, I'm even crazier than I thought because not only do I walk around talking to myself, now I grab a mic and I basically talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so as we continue, Atlanta versus Indy. Atlanta versus Indy. As we told you, this has a whole bunch of playoff implications, man. As the Atlanta Hawks sitting at number five, seeing they can fall all the way down to the number 
succeed or they can propel themselves possibly no they can't propel themselves anywhere actually or if we talk about the Milwaukee Bucks that can fall down to the number seven seed or they can propel themselves possibly up to the five seed granted that they hold the tiebreaker over Atlanta which I also did not verify the only thing I did verify is that I do know for a fact that the Clippers the LA Clippers and we'll talk about them <laughs> We get to them, you know I me. Mean? Like I'm, I'm a gun jumping kind of mofo, right? Like, like I keep telling you guys, like I am a habitual line stepper. Like if there is a line, I will step it. Like oh, I am a habitual toe tapping line stepper. It's just in the nature. <laughs> so, I know, I, I so love this song. Puerto Rico. <laughs> so the interesting thing about this Atlanta Indiana game, right? It's not even so much about what's happening on the court, but what can potentially happen off the court. And that is currently right now, Paul George from Indiana Pacers, PG13. He is up for contract renegotiations at the end of the season. And he is trying to get paid as a franchise player, obviously, max contract. And as I've also told people in the past, which, you know, which I guess they brought to a light more recently than anything else, is that there are things that you have to do to qualify to make yourself a, a max player. It's like when Derrick Rose became, and became the youngest player at MVP, it qualified him in his rookie contract to qualify for a different tiered max player contract than every than everybody else at that time. Because they qualified good an MVP like making two all-star teams or two all two all-star teams. Not just the all-star team in the regular season, if I'm not mistaken, but two all-NBA teams. All-NBA first team, all-NBA second team, all-NBA first team, all-defensive first team, all-defensive second team, all-rookie team. All NBA. I said already. I already said all the NBA. Most um most valuable player and also well, maybe I guess all NBA team. Ah, those are the teams. So it, it's it's qualified based on those teams. Now this is something that's been qualified based on those teams for some time now. But what's happened now more than more than recent now now more than recently now is that for Paul George it is being tied into now if he can qualify for this different tier max contract. So if Paul George can make it to an All-NBA team, then guess what? He qualifies for a bonus, basically, or a different tier contract. Now, this different tier in the contract means that the Indiana Pacers can pay him an excess plus of $75 million. And this All-NBA team voting is voted on by the media. Yes, it's voted on by the sports writers and sportscasters. There's a group of them that have a vote. And it, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's a lot of pressure to know going in there. Because you know what? I like Paul George. I don't know Paul George, but I like Paul George. Paul George is a pretty good player. He's a pretty good guy. But now what you're asking me, right? If I have to rate six forwards on the All-NBA team, and this is where it gets tricky. Well, I don't know if they qualify also on the all if they if they make the all defensive NBA team. If that also helps them qualify. If you're trying to help me qualify six forwards, 
between small forwards and power forwards does Paul George get in there? Now let's just take small forwards at general. We're talking LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, right? Those are the first two names that pop into your head. Now the next one is do you put Giannis Antetokounmpo this year over Paul George? That's one of the first names you have to think about. Do you put Brendan Haywood from the Utah Jazz, a name that you don't know, but you know what he's doing to help the Utah Jazz become the number five seed and possibly compete for the number four seed in the, in the West? If you don't know anything else, know that Brendan Haywood is responsible for Utah getting 50 wins this season. Indiana 41 and 40. In a week, in a week east. He's struggling to make the playoffs. Like you understand this. Not only can Indiana fall from the number seven seed, they can also fall out of the playoffs by losing this game today. Which they are so far taking care of their business. But that is the position they are in. While Utah doesn't even have to win their game today to, be, to solidify themselves the number five seed in the playoff position. It's just if they want to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Versus the LA Clippers. An experienced LA Clippers. Led by Doc Rivers. Chris Paul. And Blake Griffin. Yes. Brandon Haywood. The only name that I could mention from Utah. The only name that I'm telling you from Utah. <laughs> that is, that is only, I shouldn't say the only name. But it's the number one name that's doing work in Utah. He has his team in the same position as a team that has Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Jamal Crawford, J.J. Redick, DeAndre Jordan. Who's, who's Doc Rivers? Austin Rivers. And is led by Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers that led Paul Pierce and them to a championship. Though I believe he also got his own championship as a Laker or something like that. So this Doc Rivers. And this Utah and Brennan Haywood has his team in the same position as them. It's going to be hard, I think, for Paul George to make an all-NBA team. Because if they were like me, what you kind of see me doing is that now instead of just thinking about who it, who I automatically thought was the best. Now I'm trying to see if there's a way that I can fit Paul George in there because now his name is predominantly in my head. Because I know now this affects him getting $75 million. And he may not be one of the best three small forwards in the game right now this year. He may not be one of the best six forwards in the game right now this year. Draymond Green. I can keep naming them and naming them. So, it's going to be interesting to see if he makes the, if he makes the All-NBA team. Because if he did, I'm going to pretty much assume that they found a way to make him in, to get him in there, versus the fact that he actually got in there. Especially now that I know that they know and everybody knows. It, it is just a very uncomfortable position to put media in and the people that have to vote for this. 
And I wouldn't be comfortable voting for this because I'm telling you right now, I would just put him, I would just vote for him just to vote for him. And I'd be like, you know what? Whoever's up next, like basically I'll always have a solid two and the last person would be the person up for a contract. The best person up for a contract at that position. Just to make sure they get their money. Just to make sure these guys can get them, get their money. Because we definitely know that if Paul George is losing $75 million, that means somewhere his owner is profiting $7.5 billion. I'm sorry. That's how I look at it. Also, in the workings, we have Washington and Miami tonight. And I know it's been a while since we broke. And I, I realize this. I haven't broken on a lot of games for you for basketball this year. As, as basketball has been really weird. I mean, this, this has come going really, really fast, hasn't it? This is when the year has flown for us. <clears throat> but we have Washington and Miami. And another game that has a lot of playoff implications. As... As it is time for Miami and Washington to play. Miami, the number ninth seed, who's definitely trying to win to make sure that they to see if they can get into the playoffs, right? Versus Washington, number four seed, who is basic is 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 kind of is locked into that position. If I'm not mistaken, Toronto. Oh, I do know this one. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to give myself a round of applause for knowing this one. Sorry. <clears throat> I do know that Toronto do does hold the tiebreaker over Washington. <clears throat> so Washington currently technically has nothing to play for. Except for the simple fact that, you know what? They may just want to have a better record. They may just want to try to get to 50 wins for the season. Who knows if that's a record on their bucket list for this season. Or if that's a task. I shouldn't say a record. If that's a task. If that's a goal that's on their list for this season. Try to get to 50 wins. They probably wanted to win the division or win their conference. But it's pretty much what they're going to do. Washington has a better. Let me see. Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, Washington. Yep. That makes them the best record in the South. So on top of having the best record in the South, they're going to finish with the number four seed, undoubtedly. They can't move up to the number three seed because Toronto holds a tiebreaker over them. So the only thing they can possibly hope for is see if they can get that 50th win. And also John Wall to keep his name in contention for MVP voting. Where if he can still, as he is not going to help, it's not going to help him not. There's nothing he can do to not average a double-double with points and assists this season, but to put up another double-double this season, as he's already been doing for his team. Now, the Miami part, before we go to break. I'm proud of Miami. Yes, there you go. Be shocked, Miami fans. I am proud of what Miami has done this year. There was a point in time where... The Miami Heat were basically one of the worst, if not the worst, team in the East. They rallied off us at one point in time, basically 11 wins. To, to I remember when they first rallied off that 11-point win just to tie the Knicks. And now here they are with, with a lot more wins. Like, basically like 17 out of 20 at one point in time. To be one game away and a, and a bunch of luck from making it into the playoffs. So... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm very proud of what Miami has done there with Hassan Whiteside, 
with Drogic, with, oh, I can't remember, Tyler? Is, it, is, it, is that his name? T Tyler? Henson? Something like that. Crap, I can't remember his name. His name slips me. So, I, I, I am really, really, really impressed with what they are doing. But, what I'll be more impressed with was if you weren't trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again. So, if you are, I'm going to tell you right now, stop your worrying and stop thinking about it. Just head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find my good friend DJ Scepter. The same one that I told you I would love to get inside the booth with me in the real studio, on the real radio station, doing his thing. But you'll find him there mixing in the lounge room. So you can start dancing and start drinking. Or if you happen to be kind of an introvert, I'm not even an introvert, just need to loosen up a little bit. You can start drinking so you can start dancing. But whatever you do, just make sure you do this with DJ Seth. This is every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's. But wait, there's more. If you're trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday, you can find DJ Seth. You mean Wednesday? T tonight? Yes, you're talking about tonight. You can find DJ Sappy at O'Malley's. So that's, that's O'Malley's. That's on State Road 7, a.k.a. 441, right between Royal Palm and Coconut, Coconut Creek Boulevard. And what about on a Thursday? On a Thursday? Yeah, listen, DJ Scepter's just a little bit everywhere. On a Thursday, you can find DJ Scepter at O'Connor's. Where's O'Connor's? It's somewhere close to, like, South Coke, I guess you want to call it. Just on that cusp. I don't know where that place is at, but you could Google it. Old Connors. <laughs> He'll be there from 12 p.m. to 4 a.m. Listen, DJ Scepter is playing everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, kinsneaders, bachelors, all bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, that's too easy. Just go to bookings. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at DJScepter.com. DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. That's my DJ. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're listening, that means you're still listening live on the Mixalore app. Or if you're listening on your own leisurely time, that means you have once again choose, chose to listen either on TuneIn Radio or probably on SoundCloud. Either or. However you're listening, I do appreciate it. I do thank you. So as we're still talking some more basketball, I told you it was going to be a heavy basketball day. We still haven't even gotten up past today's schedule. Like, there's so much more basketball I want to talk about. Like, we're in the last segment, and I even told you what, what these women what these women have done. So, really quick, we'll tell you about a couple of games that don't matter. That's what we're going to talk about half of these games. Maybe we'll talk about a little bit more half of these games as I get it past a couple of these games that don't matter. Philly's going to be, the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be playing the New York Knicks. Both of them, both of those teams suck. Both of those teams are in the playoffs, and it doesn't matter for either one of these teams. The only thing I'm not, I, the only, the only, the only thing I say doesn't matter because I, I can't, I can't guarantee if any of these teams need like a top three seed or top five pick to make sure that they secure their draft pick for the season. So, but as of right now, 
they have no significance and no relevance tonight. If you happen to be watching a Philadelphia a 76ers game tonight or a Knicks game, you are watching it simply because you are a fan of one of those two teams and you desperately love basketball and your teams. Also, in that mix is Detroit and Orlando. The Detroit Pistons and the Orlando Magic, yes, they are making it happen. There's no magic going on in Orlando. There is no Pistons being fired off in Detroit. They, Both of those teams are not going to make the playoffs. Both of those teams also suck. Both of those teams will be sitting home and they have nothing to play for tonight. So if you're watching those teams, just like if you were watching the New York Knicks or the Philadelphia 76ers, you just happen to be a fan of sucky teams and you just love them to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm going to watch them and support them. So with that said, let's talk about something that we should be watching and something that we should be supporting. And that is what is going on in the WNBA. Because, folks, in a couple of days, when I mean a couple of days, I do mean a couple of days. Friday, to be exact, April 14th, the WNBA will hold its draft. And while holding its draft, obviously, we're, talk we're talking about the they're going to have their own specific draft order, right? So... We talked about this very briefly before the draft order came out. We're going to run past this again. As we're going to give you a brief rundown of also who the number one pick or who each pick should be for the WNBA. So listen, we're going to put some names into your head so you can listen for. As this is going to be the first round out of three for the WNBA. The very, the very, 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 very last pick of the WNBA. Right? Pick number uh, 16? No. Sorry, 12. Pick number 12. Is going to come by the Minnesota Lynx, and they are projected to pick Brittany Sykes, the guard out of Syracuse. With the number 11 pick, we have the LA Sparks, and they are projected to pick Alexis Peterson, a guard also out of Syracuse. Now, I know you guys are not going to know some of these names, but you guys just need to know that, hey, how often do you hear players from the two players from the same team being drafted in the first round? That is always of some kind of significance. So, if you happen to be a fan of the Syracuse women, then let's give them a nice little shout out. You know, a little big up and a little love. Next up, and just to let you know, right, the LA Sparks and the Minnesota Lynx, as a reminder, were also the two teams, as I told you, they're the two teams that have the, the last pick in the, in, the, in the round. They're the two teams that played in the, in the WNBA Finals. With the LA Sparks, remember, remember, they picked up a championship with Candace Parker picking up her first NBA champ, WNBA championship since she's been in the league. So, moving on. The Dallas Wings, their first of three picks is going to be the number 10 pick. Or one of three picks is going to be the number 10 pick. They're going to have a number pick way before then. Actually, it's actually in the number three spot. It's going to go to the Dallas Wing. As they pick, or projected to pick, Erica McCall, the center out of Stanford. Now, Stanford happened to be the team that was the runner-up in the NCAA Women's Championship. Next up, we have the Chicago Sky, scheduled to pick up Nia Coffrey, what's that Goffrey? The forward out of Northwestern. Next we have Connecticut Sun, 
up and they projected to pick Sydney Wise, the guard out of Oregon State. We have Atlanta Dream picking up Alexis Jones, the guard out of Baylor. We have Washington Mystic in a pickup, Chantel Oshar, the forward out of Washington. Now we get into the top five picks. The San Antonio Stars are set to pick Alicia Gray, the guard from South Carolina, who happened to be the, w and the, the women's NCAA champion. The WNCAA champions. WNCAA champions. Man, that is a mouthful. Dallas Wing is going to have their second pick with the number four pick in the WNBA draft. And they're projected to pick Ileana Cotez, the center from South Carolina, also the champs. Dallas also is going to have the number three pick and they're scheduled to pick up Brianna Jones, the center from Maryland. Chicago Sky has scheduled to have the number two pick. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? We wasn't even talking about playoffs. We're talking about the draft. Right? Chicago Sky is scheduled to pick up Shater Kimborough Walker, the guard from Maryland. So not a second player pick from Maryland. So, so far we have two players from Syracuse. Right? We have two players from South Carolina. And we have two players from Maryland. And with the number one pick, we're going to have two players from Washington. Now, I took a break from the NBA because I really wanted to talk about this young lady more than anything else. The, number, the young lady that is scheduled to be picked as the number one draft pick for the WNBA is none other than Kelsey Plum. And I want you to remember the name Plum. Yes, that Plum is scheduled to be the number one pick in the NBA. And man, is she a looker. At that, I'm not as much as her, all of her other accomplishments. Kelsey Plum won the top women's college basketball honors. Not just one, not just two, but three of them. She won the Naismith Trophy and the Wade Trophy, which basically highlights the most outstanding player for college basketball, as well as, as well as the Wooden Award for Player of the Year. So, she just basically has racked up any award that you can think of. And those are just three. Let me also explain another award to you that she won this year. She's also the, the Nancy Lieberman Award winner that highlights the nation's best point guard in the... <laughs> yes. She is the fourth Pac-10 player that has won that Wade Trophy or Wade Award that I told you. So if you don't understand the significance of the Wade Award, I told you the Wooden Award basically goes to the, the Player of the Year, and the Wade Award highlights the most outstanding player. The Wade Award is the Heisman of women's college basketball, basically. On top of winning all those awards, 
Now, granted, her team went 29 and 6. They lost to Mississippi State in the Sweet 16. But while she lost to Mississippi State in the Sweet 16, she broke the single season free throw record in that game. As well as throughout the year, she managed to break the single game scoring record with 57 points in the single game. She broke the career total points by 134 points with 3,527 scored points. She also broke the single season scoring record with 1,109 points. And on top of all of that, she is one of 10 players to be nominated by the coaches to the All-American team. Folks, Kelsey Plum should be hands down without a shadow of a doubt as solid of a number one pick as there has ever been in sporting history. This young lady is scheduled for greatness and she is scheduled to go to the San Antonio Stars. Yes, folks. San Antonio Stars will have two picks in the top five. And they're going to get, they're scheduled to get not only the best player in the world, but also another guard that was on the championship, that was on the best team in the world for college. So, I'm going to be looking out for San Antonio next year, over the next couple of years, to make some vast improvement because we also know. That the San Antonio has a San Antonio pipeline that comes down from their also big brother Spurs unit. So I'm looking for those stars to be champs pretty soon. Talking about somebody that's been champs. Somebody that has a, has a real opportunity to say. We have a new champion when it comes to the PGA Masters. As Sergio Garcia wins his first title in 74 plays. And, or 74 starts, I guess you can call it. Sergio Garcia plays in both the PGA and European Tour. He won an extra holes against Justin Rose as he got a birdie that basically helped solidify his win and he plans on wearing his green jacket to his wedding unlike Romo that tried to wear a Dallas jersey a Mavericks jersey and play in an NBA game but was quickly shut down by Adam Silva as we got a lot more basketball to go on today and listen let's let you know I got through a lot of the stuff that I wanted to I wanted to get through now now trust me I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about the women's national team yet Right, the U.S. Women's National Team. But just know that I'm going to talk about the Women's National Team and, and give them props for what they have done. If you don't know what women's the, the U.S. Women's National Team have done, Google it. They've done some interesting things you should, they, they should be highlighted for. 
But before, well, before, okay, before this show ends, I want to make sure that we definitely get through the rest of these games. So as we continue talking about these games that are going on tonight. We have Denver versus Oklahoma City. Now, this game has no playoff implication whatsoever. But just like the Houston and Minnesota game, what we are probably going to get here is Russell Wilson play. And not only is Russell Wilson going to be playing, Russell Wilson is going to also attempt to, if he's playing, he's going to attempt to put up another triple-double. As, as he has already passed the single-season record for triple-doubles, as he has already averaged now a triple-double for the whole season, he also wants to make sure he doesn't take off any, other, any games like some of the other so-called stars of the league. And he also wants to add on to his legacy. Because this dude is a baller and should be treated as such. But there are no playoff implications in that game. If you're watching that game, at least you're watching it to say, unlike the New York Knicks versus Philly or Detroit versus Orlando, if you're watching Houston versus Minnesota, Oklahoma City versus Denver, at least you're going in again to see Cole Anthony Towns or the Bearded One, or in this case, Oklahoma City, you get to see Russell, Russell Westbrook, which is always a treat. This dude is box office, B. Also, we get Dallas versus Minnesota, right? Dallas versus Minnesota has no playoff implication. The only thing that 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 only thing of substance that's going on in Dallas lately, as Dallas is also kind of tanking, is that Tony Romo wants to suit up for a Dallas jersey and wants wants to suit up for a Dallas game. He wants his opportunity to play in the Dallas and wants to play for a Maverick, a play as a Maverick. And it was quickly shut down by Adam Silver as he did not give an opportunity to play in that game. But even more so, because he didn't want to make a mock of the game, they tried everything that he could possibly do to try to sign him on a 10-day 10 10-day 10 contract. Even the owner, um, what's his name, what's his name, what's his name, I, I don't know, I'm Mark Cuban, even asked Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, how much of a fine would I have to pay to get this guy in? And he said there was no fine whatsoever that you can possibly pay. Basically, you be asking us to take over your franchise. Get your franchise away from you. He's like, ah, okay. We'll just put him at the end of the bench and give him a really long montage. Video montage, that is. <laughs> is any other kind of montage? I would assume there is. Also, you're going to get San Antonio, the number two seed, San Antonio Spurs, versus the number five seed, um, Utah Jazz. And this game does have playoff um, does have playoff implications for the Utah Jazz. As we did advise you, that the Utah Jazz can move up from the fifth seed to the number four seed. Also, granted that the L.A. Clippers, who are also in a game that holds playoff implications, lose to the, San the Sacramento Kings. And while I don't see them looking to the Sacramento Kings, that means that this 4-5 matchup is probably set in stone of where it is. But who knows? It is the NBA, and this is why we play the games. In between there, we also going to have the LA Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. And like what I told you, we're going to have a couple of games that aren't going to, with no playoff implications, but it's going to include some of the best teams and some of the best known players in the, in the league. Well, we're going to have, well, the same thing's going on with Golden State Warriors and LA Lakers. While the LA Lakers are, are, the, are the worst team in the West, the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the East. And while the Golden State Warriors have nothing to play for, at least you still probably get the opportunity to see Stephen Curry or Clay Thompson or Draymond Green or maybe even Kevin Durant as they try to work him back into the lineup. So I don't know how, who they're, if they're going to possibly rest anybody, but Golden State has so many stars that you're going to see somebody that you like. I can guarantee you that. And last but not least, also on ESPN tonight, at later on at 10.30, we have New Orleans Pelicans versus the Portland Trailblazers. And the Portland Trailblazers are solid in their spot for number eight. So when they're playing, they are they don't have any playoff implications. But just like Golden State and just like Houston and just like Oklahoma City, or definitely just like Houston and just like Oklahoma City, you have a guy 
that feels disrespected and slighted in Damian Lillard. And we are definitely going to see him play. So definitely as a fan of basketball, you are going to get the opportunity to get to see him play, even though his team cannot improve or do anything. These are now three stars that we have talked about. And that's not granted if, and that's saying that if Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, or, or Stephen Curry doesn't play, if those three guys play, then we are talking about six stars that play tonight that don't have any, that, that have no kind of playoff implications. Who are the six stars? I just mentioned three of them on one team. Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, and Stephen Curry. And it depends on how bad you want to throw Draymond Green into that star category. But let's just leave it at three, right? We also have Houston with James Harden. We also have Portland with Damian Lillard. And we also have Oklahoma City with Mr. 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 Russell Westbrook. Thank you. That's my time. You know what I always say. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. If you need to, if you need, you can catch me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. My T Sports. Tune in. SoundCloud Radio and also Mixilaw. My T Sports Podcast. Also, also, also coming very soon as we have now fixed the banners. This the tune in, the not the tune in, but the YouTube page is coming soon, and also an Instagram page. Yeah, what took me so long? I don't know, but it's coming. Hi, Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. I believe we're at halftime for this Indiana and Atlanta game. Always knew I'd make a stop there, but a lot later than a whole gang of people. Oh, just about saw. almost half hour. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going? For nope, just came out at halftime. Don't wanna go. Fifty to forty-three, Indiana. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My teeth.